And now, live from downtown Amarillo, Texas, this is the Amarillo Pioneer Podcast. Here's your host and the editor of the Amarillo Pioneer, Thomas Warren. Well, thank you everyone for listening uh, to the Amarillo Pioneer Podcast again this week. And we have a candidate joining us today who is running for mayor uh, to replace the retiring incumbent, Ginger Nelson. Uh, One of the first open mayor elections in Amarillo and quite some time, and the first time we're guaranteed to see a new mayor in a while. Uh, but the candidate joining us tonight is Don Collins, and he is uh, one of the people who have put their name out in front of voters in hopes of becoming the city's next elected leader. And uh, we're going to talk about policies and why Don is running in just a minute. Uh, but before we get started, Don, thanks for being with us, and how are you today, sir? Pretty good. How are you? I'm great. I really do appreciate you uh, doing this with us, and um, we're really excited to get to uh, know you a little better tonight. Well, I thank you for having me. Well, let's go ahead and jump right into it. Uh, A lot of people might not be familiar with you, so tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to run for mayor this year. Well, I've spent... uh last uh, 25 years in management with uh, CVS pharmacies. Before that, I was with Ideal Foods for 22 years until the company was bought out. Uh, I've worked in uh, city government management before. I served on the Elkhart Kansas City Council and the Elkhart Planning Commission. And then I was the head of the Elkhart Water Department. So as you can see, I'm uh, familiar with the workings of the city government. You know, through the years, uh, I volunteered for the community. I was baseball coach. I was a scoutmaster for Boy Scouts. After my wife's death, uh, I uh, attended Grief Share. Now I facilitate a Grief Share group at Living Water Church in Canyon, where I worship. And at present time, too, I'm uh, president of the Widow Personal Service of Amarillo. Are you familiar with that? Um, no. Uh, it's an organization where uh, you've lost your wife or husband. We meet uh, about once a week. We have about 120 members. And also, I volunteer for the Botanical Gardens. And the main reason I'm running for Amarillo, one of the main reasons, is I want to get back to Amarillo. You know, the city has been good to me and my family. And, you know, it's provided me a steady job and a good income and a safe and affordable place to live. You know, I was blessed in the community uh, where I live when my wife was sick. They stood by me and through the months until her death. So that's kind of sums up people don't, don't know me kind of sums up my last 40 some years. So. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you want to do. If you're elected, uh, what are some of the issues you want to tackle that you think are really important to the future of Amarillo? I have a, a platform, a safer Amarillo, and a thriving economy and tourist industry, and most of all, a senior-friendly Amarillo. So that is my my main platform is for 
working for the seniors. You know, I want to help renovate the uh, senior citizen center so I'll have a place to meet. And then I would like to uh, develop affordable housing community for our seniors. And also, you know, make uh, the Civic Center and other places gathering for safer for the senior citizens. I don't know if you're aware of, just take the Civic Center and the auditorium, there's no rails, you know, to go up and down those stairs and you kind of have to hold on the back to get up and down them. You know, and as far as the safer Amarillo, you know, uh, advocate more funding for law enforcement. And, you know, I support funding to educate our young people. And I would support additional funding for the uh, rehabilitation and substance abuse and housing for our homeless. And then a thriving economy, you know, I, I would work to clean up a crime in our streets. You know, and work to clean up the trash in our streets and around the surroundings. I don't know. You know, when I was in business with CVS, I could tell if a store was clean before I walked in because when you walked in, it would shine. Well, you know, when you drive into Amarillo, it's not shine. It's shining. It needs to shine. And, you know, I'd work to make it economical feasible to do business in Amarillo. And, you know, to make tourism a destination and not merely a stopover. So that's just kind of sums up my platform. You know, it's it's time to make sure every Amarillo citizen can experience the city in the way my family and I have. Sure. Well, let me, uh, let's drill into the senior citizen issue a little more. Um, I'm sure you're very aware of what happened few years ago with Amarillo College and the Senior Citizen Center and, and everything. We don't have to rehash all of that today, but uh, looking at the senior citizen issue and, and the senior center issue in particular, what role do you think the city has to play or our next city council has to play uh, in making sure that seniors do have a senior center that they can go to? Well, let's start off. Do you, a couple of three days ago, they had a community meeting at the uh, library downtown. The vision, it was a vision, Amarillo's vision of 2045. Do you know that the seniors was not mentioned once in that vision? Now, the vision is beautiful, but the seniors, again, was not mentioned once. You know, and that's pretty sad. I, I realize that, you know, they they want to make uh, for all the younger and and bring them into the fold, but we need to bring the seniors into a fold, into that fold because it's kind of like a teeter-totter. You know, the, uh, the young and the middle-aged and stuff is on top, and the seniors were still down below. We got to get that, get that kind of evened out. And they do, they do have a building, but they have no funding. They did get uh, a grant for $45,000, and then they're going to have some more money coming. But, you know, we, we, have, we have no place for seniors to meet. You can go to Lubbock, 
they've got two senior citizen uh, facilities. You can go to Hereford. They got the state of Ark in Hereford. Uh, Canyon's got one. Spearman's got one. Right. Um, well, let's uh, let's actually talk a little bit too about an issue that I think is is really on the minds of a lot of voters this year, and it follows the lawsuit that Alex Fairley filed against the city last year dealing with the Civic Center. Um, and, you know, you talk to a lot of people in Amarillo, and I think the general consensus is a lot of what we learned from Alex Fairley's lawsuit was uh, pretty disheartening about what was going on at the city. Um, at the same time, there are still people who say we need to do something with the Civic Center. And so where do you fall on the issue? Do you think that the Civic Center is a priority we need to address now, or is it something that can wait? I think it's, you know, in the future, there's something that's going to have to be done, but there's so so much that needs to be done around the city to where you can go ahead and uh, do some repairs and get the Civic Center to where they kind of let it go. So, you know, get some repairs, get it going good, and then... Uh, you know, down the road we need to look at it, but there's other uh, priorities. When 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 they try to push that through, there again, they they didn't listen to the voters. You need to listen to the voters, see what they want to do, see where they want to go, because the voters is the one that uh, you have to be accountable for. Well, I'll ask you this issue. Um as well related to that uh, with the city hall issue the city hall issue is probably about done because you know they're breaking ground on the new city hall you know as we speak Um, with the new city hall going into place uh, I know there's been a lot of talk about maybe building an arena down there where uh, city hall was is that something that you think even needs to be in the cards Uh, you know building a new arena maybe the same type of arena as you know Lubbock has for Texas Tech or something is that something we even need to be considering in Amarillo at present time you know down the road in the future but at present time we got so many things we need to take care of uh you know we we got we got streets that's in terrible shape our parks are in terrible shape uh, so we, you know, the homeless, you know, I, I realize they got a new facility they're doing on the homeless, but we have other issues I think that are bigger than, yeah, we need to bring entertainment and stuff in the Amarillo. We need, we need all that, but the infrastructure, I think we need to take to address that first. And once we get that addressed, then we can move forward with other projects. And there again, I I keep talking about the senior citizens, you know, uh, some facilities for seniors, not only that, you know, uh, affordable housing for them. So I I just think we need to put that off. It, It needs to be addressed in the future, but what I said kind of stands where I feel. Well, let's, uh, let's switch gears for just a second 
And I want to ask about an issue that I think has become, you know, important. It always has been important, but I think especially more so over the last week, uh, the Republican Party of Texas took a stance this past weekend for city council races uh, by passing a resolution calling on city council candidates to commit to not furthering taxpayer-funded lobbying in their communities anymore. Um, And for those who don't know, that's either through paying in fees to organizations like Texas Municipal League that do the lobbying for the cities or by directly hiring lobbyists to go to Austin to talk about certain issues during the legislative session. Uh, Where do you fall on that issue? You know, the party has taken a stance, but of course these are nonpartisan elections. And so do you believe that the city of Amarillo should continue spending tax money on taxpayer-funded lobbying, or is that something we should stop doing altogether? Ooh, that is a... I, I'm with the understanding. Uh, I, I don't know much about it, I'll just admit, but I, I'm with the understanding, like, in the counties and stuff, they kind of uh, pay into a fund that takes care of the lobbying forum and the taxpayer really is not involved. And I, I would like to see that to where the city pays into a fund and they use that money to lobby with instead of uh, using taxpayers. That's the way I feel. Well, I'll ask you uh, one final policy question and then we'll kind of get on to some of the fun questions if that's okay with you. Uh, I've asked several candidates about this issue because I think it's important for Amarillo, but it kind of goes overlooked some. Um, And that is the issue of water conservation. Uh, You know, right now, well, right now, always, we have lived in the Texas panhandle where uh, we have severe, severe droughts in the summer. Uh, And, you know, water is a resource that this area, including the city of Amarillo, but the agricultural industries and the farming industries and and, uh, you know, many different jobs throughout our area depend on accessibility to water and, and the amount of water that's available. Um, and so I know that in the past, the city has tried to conserve water by saying, hey, maybe why don't you, you know, water your lawns on this day instead of this day or, or do, you know, this or that. Um, if you're elected, how are you going to make sure that the city of Amarillo continues to have enough water uh, to thrive in such a harsh climate like the one we have. Okay, so the Amarillo purchased that Pickens water, you know, and there is a 200-year supply of water for the Metroplex of Amarillo. So I've been assured that not the surrounding areas, but for Amarillo, there is plenty of water for Amarillo. Now, when it comes to uh, after the pet restrictions on the yard, uh, it gets down to a certain level. And but they, uh, uh, when it gets down to eighty percent, that's when they they got three levels. So when it, that's when they say conserved but they can replace that level within a day. But if it gets lower, goes to the second level, that's when they do the uh, restrict the water of lawn and stuff, but they can replace that too. So uh, uh, 
there's a 200-year water supply for Amarillo. Great. Well, let's uh, let's get into some of the fun questions. You know, these were city council elections, and so uh, a lot of people might not be familiar with you, but, you know, win or lose, you're their neighbor. And we all live in the same city together, and so uh, people should get the chance to know you a little bit better. So we've come up with a handful of really simple get-to-know-you questions, and uh, we want to ask you a few of those right now, if that's okay with you. That's okay with me. Okay, so we'll just start right off. What is your favorite thing about Amarillo? Entertainment. We, uh, Civic Center, I go to the Performing Arts. I, I go to the PBR. I admit, the movies. Uh, I love to go out. And the places to eat, you know, there is about any variety of food you want to eat in Amarillo. I'm... I am widowed, uh, so I eat out a lot. Now, I do have a lady friend, and like I said, we, we just go, go, go. Uh, every We go somewhere every day, every night. We don't get home. I drop her off at 10.30, and I'm home by 11. Uh, Emerald is fantastic as far as entertainment. Now, we could bring in some more i go i go to the ball games you know it's just i love amarillo well speaking of the ball games how do you feel about the uh change of the name and logo for a few games to the calf fries this year (laughs) yeah i read that you know i don't know it's kind of funny (laughs) it's all it was me i don't know uh I just read that in the paper. It came out in the paper yesterday, I believe. That's fine. I can live with that. (laughs) Well, you kind of teed up my next question. What's your favorite restaurant in Amarillo, and what's your go-to order when you go there? (laughs) You know, probably my favorite place to eat, and it's a quick place to eat, is Home Plate Diner. That's a a good choice. It's a it's convenient and it's fast and uh, overall it's good food. Uh, I like to go to Jorge's. I'm, I'm going to eat, uh, you know, Spanish food. Of course, I like the Plaza too. Uh, Texas Roadhouse. I like that steak. I, I do a variety. I move around. But oh, oh yeah, I can't forget Coyote Bluff. They probably got the best cheeseburgers in town. Another get-to-know-you question we have. What was your first job? First job when I was in high school? Uh, Would you believe uh, I worked in a grocery store, and they had these little wood boxes underneath the shelves. And my job was to pull that out. If it said green beans, I'd look for, is that Del Monte or what? And I would fill the shelf. That was my job. Well, a uh, final a final question we'll have for you here, and then we'll move on to wrap it up. Uh, what is your most deeply held opinion that you think would probably be unpopular with the citizens of Amarillo? Hmm. Golly. 
And and we don't want you to give an answer that's going to lose you any votes. I, I, I guess I, I guess getting up at six a.m. in the morning that would probably be unpopular with most people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sleeping in's nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we really appreciate you being with us, and uh, you know, people are listening to this and they're saying, "I have so many options for mayor and for city council, and I just don't know who I'm going to vote for." So, can you take a minute and just tell us? Give us an elevator pitch. Why are you the guy who Amarillo voters need to elect to be their mayor for the next two years? Oh, my gosh. Well, I am a new voice for the voters. You know, and you could say I am the voice of the senior citizens. You know, I, I have no career demands. I have no personal finance demands. You know, I have no other political ambitions and uh, no distractions. And I want to be the face of Amarillo, the new face of Amarillo. And I ask, I ask everyone to move on with me in a new direction, a new voice, and a new vision for Amarillo. That pretty sums it up. Well, that is great. Um, if somebody wants to help you get elected mayor, if they want a yard sign uh, like the ones you have out in front of CVS, or <laughs> if they uh, if they want a donation, or if they want to donate to you, sorry, or or just do something, maybe go knock on doors or something to get you elected. How can they go about doing that? They can give me a call at eight zero six. Two two zero one four nine four. They can email me at forty seven d collins at gmail dot com, and I also uh, got two sites on Facebook, a personal one, and then I have a uh, Don Collins for Mayor on Facebook too. Call me anytime. Now, now I, I don't get up till six, so don't call me at five thirty a.m. But call me at six. <laughs> <laughs> so you you heard the calls could start at six. That's what he's saying. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, Don Collins, we appreciate you being with us, and uh, we really wish you all the best on this campaign. And uh, for everybody listening, you know the elections are still a little ways away. You have some time to get uh, involved and and get to know the candidates a little better. But either way, we hope that you had a great opportunity to meet and understand the issues uh, that Don Collins wants to tackle uh, if he's elected mayor. So we really appreciate everybody for listening. And Don, once again, thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. Well, you know, I, I thank you very much for having me. And anytime, give me a call. And where can people uh, find this uh, in case they miss most of it, where they can hear the whole thing again? Well, we will have it on Spotify. We're going to have it on uh, on our website at AmarilloPioneer.com, um, Google Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere that you get a podcast, uh, you can find it. But also, if, if you don't want to do that, it'll be on our website, and I think we'll even have it on YouTube. So we're going to have a lot of options. Okay, and like I said, I appreciate it. And you voters, please remember me on May the 6th. Thank you very much.